morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Women, Two Opinion with your girl, Marty. And Taj. You, you all right? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> She just stopped. <laughs> so he was laughing when he was coming. That was funny, though. Um, so, happy Thursday. How are you feeling happy this Thursday. week? Today is my mom's birthday, so I'm feeling good. I love your mom. Yeah. We was at the bar together at the Halloween party jugging. Oh, look. Yeah, she came up to support me, you know. So, happy birthday, mom. Yeah, she's 49. One more year and she comes Dang, a just gonna tell her age. I surely am. You're old. Oh my goodness, who are these people we be? <laughs> we bring ourselves around mom. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, happy birthday to your mom. I had a great week this week. I've been having the kids at my house yes. all week long. You know, I love the kids. Marty loved the Marty kids. Marty loved the kids. Marty is one of the kids. <laughs> Low key. I play too much. Anyways, um, you did start last week. I did. Uh-huh. I'm so proud of you for starting. Being consistent on starting. <laughs> Wow, whatever. Anyways, let's get right into it, guys. Um, This first story that I have is really interesting to me because I don't have a video or anything to actually put up. I I am the video because it happened near my home. Um, It's just you never know who your neighbors are or whom you may be living around or who they may have in their houses and stuff like that because you just never know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so my little cousins are at my house, like I said, and they decided that they wanted to go outside and play in the front. And um, as soon as we go outside, we see the real police, mm-hmm. not not like Metro or Northtown. Like mm-hmm. we talk about FBI and stuff Ooh. like that. So they're standing outside. And I was like, oh, you know what I do? Put the finger up and go right back in the house like church finger. Hold on. Everybody in the house. Um, but the kids, they don't know. They're just like, cousin, why are we still in the house? Can we go outside? Can we go outside? So I'm like, forget it. I'm about to go ahead and take them back outside so we go back outside so that they can play. And then I end up like saying to my neighbor like, hey, I meant to text you. Come over here or whatever. Oh, Lord. From there, it was on. Um so this is the story. Um, we can put the picture up. It's a, a man threatened the mother of his newborn child several times before showing up to her East Las Vegas apartment one time in November, pulled out a gun and killed her. Mm. The Metro Police Department said in, in court documents, James Houston, 24, was arrested Monday. And this is where it was all happening and booked into the Clark County Detention Center on murder charge. He's. He said he's separately held um, outside fugitive warrant um, from Las Vegas Justice Center. Mm. So what happened at my house is he was across the street from my house at his so-called girlfriend's house after it happened. So come to find out, he was in the home with, he came to the girl home to do another domestic thing, just to, you know, raffle feathers with her. And what in the news article saying that the roommate actually said that he, she heard the gunshot, and he left out and mm-hmm. said, I got to go. I got to go. And the first place he goes is across the street from my house. Stop it. Yes. So she's the first person that was contacted Sheesh. and the first person that he called after it happened in November. Mm. So I'm just outside talking to my neighbors like, yo, what the hell is going on? I'm nosy anyway, so I just want to know. And they were talking. They were just like, they were dumbfounded as to what the hell was going on because they didn't know what he did. He just he just kind of, you know, dude like, hey, what's up, shorty? I'm about to come see you. That's kind of what he did with her after he killed Uh, the lady. uh, Allegedly, he killed the lady. So now in the media news is the the young lady name is Jessica 
Logans. She's 27. She died at the scene from a gunshot wound to the stomach. Mm. And the couple had broke up, according to Logan's roommate, police said. The woman told detectives that Houston carried a gun and would periodically show up to the apartment to fight with Logan, whom frequently threatened to call the police. Stop it. And the night of the shooting, Houston went into his ex-girlfriend's bedroom, police said. One shot was heard, and then he left out and said, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. Mm. And now he's arrested right now under charges. But I, when I was speaking to the neighbors, they was like, that's not true. That's not what happened. The mm. neighbors, I mean, the roommate is lying, you know, so it's like, what's what really happened no one really know but him you should never run if you ain't do nothing you shouldn't run exactly so now that's why the story was so important to me because i'm like that is like right there mm -hmm. and i actually seen the guy before because we were standing outside talking and he had to move his car and so when i seen the mugshot i was like oh that's him stop it it's crazy. So right now, it's just a pending investigation. I kind of told the girl, like, just, just you be there for him, but you really got to, like, push oh, back. Not, because mm -mm. She, Look, <laughs> you ain't had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you got to move around. And you just, like, you just don't know who your neighbors are. You don't know what goes in, on inside people's homes. You don't know what's really happening. You don't mm -hmm. know if she really know the story. You just don't freaking know. Mm -mm. So, I definitely couldn't have him in my house. Like, you ain't got to put this whole household in jeopardy because you got some shit going on. And she got kids and stuff, so See, I definitely agree nah. with you. And I mm -mm. feel like her, her, the mom is who I kind of got closer with because that's who I was talking to. She was basically like, we moved here from California to start a new life. We we don't want, we don't need or want this kind of stuff in our life. It's just too much right now. And she she was blanking out, kind of like, what the hell, you know? Mm -hmm. So. It's just yeah. crazy. And it's like right outside my home. So it's like, I don't have a, it, it wasn't on the news. It didn't make the news, guys. So right. it's like right there in front of my face. And right. it's scary. So yeah, that is scary. Protect yourself, guys. And it's so close to and the holidays. She lives in a really nice area. Like, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Looks can be freaking this. It really evening. can be. And it didn't like, so the incident, um, obviously, he doesn't live in the home that he was located at. Mm. But the incident was right around the corner, it was on Ellis. It's right down by Walmart and stuff. So yeah, Stop. it was like you just Literally don't know because those street. are yeah, and mm. those are nice apartments. Actually, where it happened, I didn't want to. They mentioned it in the news thing, but I didn't want to mention the apartments where it happened. But it's actually a nice little area. Yeah, we don't want to deter y'all from moving there. <laughs> shit happens, y'all, everywhere. Right, yeah, shit happens everywhere. It's just like and then they, like we was talking about the things that happened over there. I don't by know. My house. Maybe we should make the announcement. That might lower they they rent prices for some people. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> but like we were saying, like crazy stuff don't happen like robberies and maybe stick-ups and home invasions and stuff don't happen over there but it crazy is. stuff like cars flipping over and people getting shot in the house from a domestic view that stuff happens every yeah. day Sheesh. so yeah well not to continue down the dark path maybe it's the weather i don't know but <laughs> i wanted to give y'all an update on the travis scott situation so you know he uh offered the families um i think it was seventy five thousand dollars seventy five hundred um for funeral expenses now most people are saying that wasn't enough um but most of the families are rejecting the offer just entirely because you know they've got a massive yeah, lawsuit, lawsuit out against yeah. him so yeah but then now uh he recently just came out and said uh basically 
how he feels like the media is kind of forcing the responsibility on him when realistically it's not the artist. I mean, a lot of us need to have that understanding of that these people are paid to show up to these gigs, just like the DJs, the, the, you know, the freestand people, all of those people are paid to show up. Mm -hmm. So it's really, to me, the responsibility relies on the promoters, whoever was in charge of the festival, which happens to be Live Nation. And I've talked about Live Nation before. They apparently have a track record for doing this kind of stuff. So it's just time to put those kind of companies out of business versus I know there's still going to be a ton of people that do. For what they're actually doing. Because like you said, those those are actually people that promote the event and know who are coming in and bringing artists and the security and stuff like that in. He's he's just there to perform. That's why I didn't understand it in the first place. I don't understand how he, one little person in the crowd was just supposed to be like, that person, something happened. And that person, something happened. Like, I get it. He did stop the show a few times. We were, I watched the whole live. He stopped the show, I think like seven to 10 times to say that it was something wrong. And with it's people. hard for them to see up there. Yeah. Like, can we be honest with you? You've got bright lights beaming in your face. don't even know his vision. How do we know like, he can actually see? Right. And then, like, there was points where okay. he was, like, standing on top of platforms and stuff. Like, it's... I couldn't even imagine trying 50, to see... 50,000 people? Yeah. So I got a clip what? for y'all. Um, It just kind of gives an overview about how the families are feeling about uh, how much money he was going to send out. The cost for burying... Uh, some of the deceased from the Astro World Festival, but more families of those who died are are saying no, thank you, turning down that money. They said attorneys who are repping the families of 14-year-old John Hilgert and 27-year-old um, Danish Beg, both of whom died during the event, have uh, opted out of accepting that money. One person, one family, suggested that it is a slap in the face for them to offer that. They said, we received a written offer from Travis Scott's attorney indicating that he would pay $7,500 in funeral burial costs, and my clients are rejecting that. They said that uh, the family wants Travis nowhere near their son's burial. They said, you can infer that when a parent has to bury their child that they're not really interested in people who may have contributed to that being involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in a situation, but, you know, I guess Travis is trying to do what's right. You know what I mean? He he was performing. It was his concert, so he's trying to make sure that at least he can offer if if help if the family needed. I, I don't think a $7,500 cap is smart, though. I mean, because funerals cost... I mean, I, I just remember buying a a coffin, and a coffin was like five dollars $6,000. So I don't even know why, why a cap is on it, because funerals can cost a ten to fifteen grand. Well, and I would also... I agree 100% with DJ MB. Um, I mean, but there was a lot of family, so I feel like, I mean, I'm not telling the man to go bankrupt, but, you know, it's a lot of money that has to be spread around between a lot of people. He got it. That's nine funerals. <laughs> he he got it. Girl. He'll be fine. Like oh, I mean, I I'm not speaking for him. I don't feel like he should have put a cap this... on it. I totally agree because you just don't know. And I feel like I that feel is like he shouldn't be holding himself completely accountable for it either. Like, where's Live Nation? Why aren't they putting their money up? You know, they everybody's pretty much been hands off. There were other artists that were playing there. Well, I feel like he he's holding himself accountable because the media is holding him accountable. Absolutely. Because the way that they're treating it, he has to be the one that, let's say, step up. If that's the case, Live Nation should have matched what he put up. Absolutely. Since he, he said 7500 they should have matched the 7500 since they was Absolutely. the promoter. And they're not going to because, again, this is what they do. And I feel like anything, they're going to give out their little hush money and they're going to keep it pushing. They're going to keep making and So they're going to get their money out underneath and he has to make it a big thing. He has to talk about it. If that's even a conversation, because hopefully these families go after them for all of just damages, everything, emotional damage, everything. Yeah, because because the funerals are being covered, but what Mm. about the people that was there like that went through it, you know? But I totally agree. I feel like... 
he should not be the only person being Absolutely held accountable. Not. This is crazy talk. And I know it's a slap in the face of the family to say $7,500, but, I mean, he he's he didn't even release that. He probably, somebody probably told him, like, we're going to Oh, yeah, he seven. got people. Yeah, he, he got, got people. people. So just stop slapping him in the face. I say at some point you just stop, got to stop It's like there's the so many levels to get to just that one artist. But right. we want to blame just the artist when there was multiple failures, management. right? Management. Uh, security. There was so many other issues outside of just him, but I get it. His name is on it, but that's all you can say. His name is on it. But you said, like you said, there was other people performing. Mm-hmm. Was it because so everyone? That I mean, obviously this happened. happened. Only happened no, 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 during yeah. his show. I'm sure, like there was probably people passing out because there's a lot of people on drugs. It was a lot of. People They're not there. reporting like everything. They're just reporting what the moment during. that led up to multiple deaths. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's just how the media is spinning. We don't know everything. Right. I definitely feel sorry for the families, and I hope Travis Absolutely. and his team can figure out the best way possible to. Um, Make clear it, like not clear, because it's they're 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 gone. So you can't really just say, "Oh, just clear it." But I'm just saying, like, make it to where everyone's okay, everyone's kind of happy with the results. But they got a lawsuit, so hell, yeah, they go through the it's, lawsuit. It's gonna be a minute before this is over. Yeah, it's gonna be a while before this just is hopefully, over. Hopefully, like him as a person, don't take it. I mean, at the end of the day, this is the cost of business, so don't That's take true. it like completely personally. That's true. Well, I just have a few conversation pointers that I want to talk about. So I did finish True Story, guys. Yes. Um. So y'all did spoil it, but y'all didn't, cause I'm right. I'm a little slow. Right. So I was like, I was like, when they when he called the girl, I was like, oh, this is what this is what they were talking about at the studio. Yes. That's so messed up. Like, yes. why would you do that to your? I mean, family? but you can tell at the beginning though, like even from the first episode. Yeah, I felt like he brother, set the whole thing yeah. up, anyways. But I didn't think he, he would just actually, wasn't expecting yeah. his brother to. You know, fly, you know what I'm saying? Like, I lose didn't his expect shit. that. I didn't expect him to actually hey, freaking like set him ended. up to where you lie and say a girl died in his bed. Are you freaking kidding when me? When he shot his brother, I was like, ah, uh, justice. Yeah, when he <laughs> shot his brother out. And then he, he up there laying underneath him. He's <laughs> like, the way he scrunched underneath him, I was hollering. I said, these are the parts where we, the old Kevin Hart come out. We like, yes, this is funny this to is us, but it's funny, not. kind of funny, but it's a messed up moment. Because he was scooching under him like, they took my brother. I was like, this is where the comedy came out. It's the old Kevin. So, yeah, it was bomb. I loved it. I love, 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 love it. I love it. You have to carry that with you, though, the rest so of your life. So do you think it's going to be more? I hope he does more like this. Because I feel like we didn't really get the chance to sequel. actually see him work. The whole show was about that incident, you know? I feel like we come back and maybe see him If they him were actually... to do a sequel, it would have to be how he's overcoming the trauma of all of this. Right. Like, that'd be the only thing that makes sense. Everybody they involved in just, is there. Yeah. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. So the only way to do a sequel would be for him to just, this is what I overcome, all of this trauma. Now I'm this great, high-powered man. Right. Now, if it don't, it's going to flop. It's not going to... Yeah, for it, sure. It's going to be whatever. It's just going to be another kind of like hurt. Or maybe he just go to another serious movie. He trying to take that's what I'm saying. I like serious to see him for a little while. Room. Um, I do too. Even he, yeah, he cracked a few jokes on the show, but it was mainly serious, and I took him serious. So mm. hopefully, everyone else that was watching took him serious as well. I've decided I'm going to watch Fatherhood this weekend. I'm not gonna be happy about it because she said I'm gonna cry, and I hate crying. Yeah, you're gonna cry, but it's good though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, another thing I wanted to talk about, which I don't want to talk about because I know everyone's talking about, but I want to mention is uh, Nick Cannon's son. I just wanted oh, to yeah. send my condolences his way. His son passed away from bra- a brain tumor. 
and that's good. he was trending for two different things at the same time. Yeah, I was confused on what the situation was, and then I kept reading the just that one headline about his son, and I was like, but he looked happy in some of the pictures. I'm confused. Did you know what the other thing he was trending for? No. <laughs> I still don't because right now the main headline is Nick Cannon's son. He was son trending dies for his tumor. stuff. His stuff. His private. Oh, uh, I mean the the man got kids. And but he would. That's what he was trending for. That's why he was happy because he had actually did an interview about it. Mm. And then his son's trauma happened, like kind of at the same. Because oh. that so that happened first, and then his son's trauma happened. So he was trending for two different things. So you was like, are you sad? Are you happy? Yeah, because I was confused. That I saw some of the pictures that they got the with the the headline is. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon's son has tumor. It's like, what? Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's definitely sad. So we're just here to send condolences out to him and his family. Yeah, I'm not his critiquing this. Like, he got kids. And he puts it down. So Did salute just to him. Salute? And he has six other kids. He got besides kids. Besides the one that just passed <laughs> right, away. Right, that's what I'm saying. With a big-ass S. He got <laughs> kids. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> I have kids. Small S. He's got it with a fat ass. Because he got a S. Kids. Church finger, let me out. Anyway, um, before we head over to halftime break, I wanted to talk about the last week interview. How did you feel about that? Once we was leaving, we kind of was able to shake it off. That was our first interview. It was our first big interview. I loved it. I was really excited. Like, even just getting to know them, they were super dope. First of all, I mean, homie with the eyeballs. Now I'm seeing his videos, like, everywhere. <laughs> yes, me too. But didn't know about this man until I saw him. Yeah. Like, so. I literally can't stop seeing him. And, you know, crazy. your boy Notch is good people. So, yeah, they are welcome back anytime. Yeah, so that's what I was just like. When we when we actually put the mic down, put the headphones down, it was like, we shook it off. But we was like, oh, yeah, 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 we did that. Took pictures and stuff. So I really think that was dope. Um, But this week, guys, yeah. we have another special guest. Which is someone as dear, near, dear to me, for yeah, sure. Dear, dear. Um, but we're going to head over to halftime break. And when we come back, well, I might as well just do the small business shout outs. Yeah, now. let's do that now. Let's go ahead and do the small business shout outs. So we always started out by saying where we at, where we at, where we at, where we at. Vegas Hype Media. Make sure y'all liking all the pages, following the Instagram, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Show them some love. Us some love. This is us. This is them. This is us. It's us. Thank you. This is them and then us under them. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> um, next, we have Famous Gems, my company. Famous Gems with a C. Right now, we do have my Mar Butter on sale. So if you purchase the Mar Butter right now, um, it'll ship out the next day and it's on sale. So, yeah. Next, we have Transcend Jewelry. I am rocking one of my bracelets today. So, yeah. Tune into that. You can find that at www.transcendjury.com or you can also find them on Instagram at transcendjury. What we got from you? And y'all know y'all need me for any special occasions, weddings, birthday parties. It is wild bartending. You can DM me either on Instagram or on Facebook. It's at Taj Wilder, Taj Wilder. And we also have Creative Hands and Minds, my sister new company. She actually is making these dope, and I'll need to show you, too, when we get off here, um, these dope picture frames that actually light up Okay. for the girls. I think that'll be super cute. So oh, yeah. Christmas is coming up, and you we don't want the same thing over and over again, guys. Get us some custom stuff made. Get a blanket made or something for them. Stop doing the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we're going to go into uh, King Moolah, which is our special guest. This is his song right here. We're going to go into his, and then we'll come back after this halftime break with some good stuff. Right. <laughs> Ah, ah, c'est toi et moi, c'est toi et moi. Ha, écoute, 
c'est toi et moi. C'est toi et moi. Et si tu savais, tu saurais que tu ne sais pas. Et si tu savais, tu saurais que tu ne sais pas. Moi, je ne sais pas, donc je ne prétends pas que je sais. Attends une seconde, moi c'est Moulay, je me présente d'abord. Toi, c'est qui Ah, écoute. Hein. Hey, c'est toi et moi. On est là dans cette chambre, on parle de quoi je ne sais pas, mais on parle de quoi On parle de quoi et on parle de ça, yeah Yeah, c'est Mr. Moula. Je suis là et je fais ce que je veux. Il en a rien à serrer de ce que tu penses. Ce beat, il est bon, il est con. Et comme s'il si est bon et con, moi je le prends, je le mange. Et puis je le mange, je l'avale. Je l'avale et je le digère. Attends une seconde, ça gère. Ça gère et puis ça danse. Je te dis que je sais pas si je peux chanter, mais je te le jure, si je sais, ça va marcher. Ça va, ça va marcher hey, Ça va marcher, tu te le jure Moi c'est Moula, attends une seconde Et toi c'est comment C'est toi et moi, c'est toi et moi, c'est toi et moi C'est toi et moi, on est ici là C'est toi et moi, on est là non C'est toi et moi, mais je te le jure là Mais c'est toi et moi, dépose ton fond, c'est toi et moi T'es là à côté de moi mais t'es tout le temps en train de parler avec ton téléphone C'est comme si t'étais dans une relation avec ton téléphone Mais c'est quoi ton téléphone Il est plus important que moi c'est ton téléphone Mais moi tu peux m'oublier derrière Mais si t'oublies ton téléphone pour deux secondes C'est comme si tu deviens folle Mais attends c'est toi et moi, c'est toi et moi Je ne veux pas tout dire là mais c'est toi et moi tu vois quand on est là, pourquoi est-ce que ce n'est pas toi et moi Alors que ça doit être toi et moi Tu penses que tu sais mais tu ne sais pas Parce que si tu savais, tu sauras que tu ne sais pas Mais c'est toi et moi Mais c'est toi et moi Mais c'est toi et moi, je te jure Mais c'est toi et moi C'est toi et moi On est là dans cette chambre là On parle de quoi On parle de toi On parle de tout, je sais On parle de quoi On parle de tout On parle de quoi C'est toi et moi Yeah, c'est toi et moi, on est là On parle de quoi, on parle de tout Si c'est que tu sais pas Parce que si tu savais, tu saurais que tu ne sais pas C'est toi et moi C'est toi et moi là Attends, ça change encore Mon ami, écoute Il faut qu'on parle de ça Parce que tu penses que c'est toi et moi Mais c'est vraiment toi et moi Mais quand on est là, c'est comme si c'est pas toi et moi Mais c'est toi et moi, alors on parle de quoi Ah Je ne sais pas mon frère, je te jure je ne sais pas Parce que si je savais, je saurais que je ne sais pas Donc, puisque je sais que je ne sais pas, est-ce que ça veut dire que je sais Ça c'est ma question pour toi C'est toi et moi Yes I love King Moolah. So that is King Moolah. He's an international hip-hop artist. International. International. So what it do? What it do, what it do, everybody. <laughs> Mr. International in the house. Mr. International in the house. Thank you, thank you for the Facebook likes and the comments. Appreciate it. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Feeling good. I'm feeling great. Thank you for having me on this wonderful platform. Waking up early was good for me, so thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet you I did it that. I did it that. I bet you was, because you be out all night. I'm telling you, I went to bed at like five, and then I woke up at uh, nine. Didn't you have a show yesterday? No, I didn't have a show. Um, I was at the house. We did 
couple of songs I have my studio at my house so we did a couple of songs at the house and I'm editing uh my podcast I'm also shooting a podcast oh, called Kings and Queens talk so it's at the house I have the set uh and it's like a storytelling podcast where I can interview anybody because I feel like anyone have a story to tell right and then through your story we'll find some lessons and some things that we can you can divide from it I like and, uh, I shot three episodes so far I'm editing them it's not live so I'm going to edit them and then you know and then go ahead and post them so uh I would like to have you ladies on that platform so that you know sure. your stories are interesting sure so, yes. you know we'll be there <laughs> well we heard the the different languages in that song so mm -hmm. how many languages do you speak I speak seven languages damn eight <laughs> the eighth I don't really count the eighth and maybe nine, possibly. So, you know, it's five African languages. Wolof, which is from Senegal. Mm -hmm. Bambara is from Mali and Soninke. Uh, Alhalpular and Hassania is from Mauritania. So my father's from Mali and my mother's from Senegal and I was born and raised in a whole other country, uh, Mauritania. Mm. So uh, basically, beside those five languages, I speak English and French because uh, Mauritania is a French colony. So I can write and read Arabic. That's why the eighth one, I don't really count it. I can just read and write it. Mm. And uh, I, f I feel like I can speak energy. So that's my ninth hey, language. I, <laughs> I heard that. So do you do you rap in each one of those languages? Yes, I, I, I rap in French and English predominantly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll add a little hook or a little thumb in Wolof or in Pular. I actually have one song where I decided to put all seven languages in one song. I wow. haven't released that yet. So, I know uh, that was hard, wasn't it? Um, it was fun actually. That was hey. fun. It's like it was just fun going from I did ad libs in one language and did a verse in a couple of languages wow. and did Setting a hook in a different high language. Okay. That's the hardest. Like, <laughs> hey, now y'all gotta learn three other languages <laughs> hey. just to compete. I mean, the bar is high because you know, like the 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 rap game or the you know the industry is really like you know you have to have you have to be on your A game, so you have right. to be different. You have to have some to present different than you know whatever is already here and that makes you more comfortable because you can actually feel more home because you actually speak in your language exactly and then uh i've been in america 20 years so english is like i'm very comfortable in english i rather speak in english than any other language right now i have two kids and english is what we speak at home so right you know uh, which i love his kids yeah, they, they, they are awesome. Cute. Shout out to Aisha and Musa. Yes. <laughs> They're the best kids ever. They are. I did their, I started their hair, their um, locks. Yeah. Oh, you and did? that's, yeah, I love, they're so well-mannered, great kids. Yep. Aww. And now Aisha. And they well-traveled too. Yeah, okay. they, they, they went to Africa. They went to Mauritania for a year and a half, went that's to Senegal. Uh, and uh, in here, their mother live in New York, so they go to New York sometimes. Uh, my family live in Dallas, Texas, so... We go there sometime. Uh, yeah, I, they were they were raised in Ohio because uh, when I became a single dad, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio was a really chill place where I could raise them. So I lived there for about eight years. So they like Ohio, and we've been out here out west for the past. I've been here four years. They've been here three years. Cause when mm -hmm. I first moved out here, they were still in Africa. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. So what made what made music become part of your life? What made music be something that you all was it something you always wanted to do or was it something that just music music was always part of my life and I think music uh saved my life because as a teenager when I was about 14 that's when I took it seriously but before 14 10 11 12 I was introduced to some great artists like Bob Marley and some great Senegalese artists like uh uh Ndour, Omar Pan Chon Sek and uh, those are names that people from Senegal would be familiar with. 
Uh, also, like, there are some names like Michael Jackson, like, you know, some names that everybody know that influenced everyone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, as a little kid, 10, 11, I always knew every song, like, I mean, by heart. I didn't even speak English because I learned English when I came to America. But, you know, was, like, music was a different language. It didn't I matter. I know that probably would have been yeah. so cute seeing him sing uh, American songs. I'm singing songs everything. I don't know what they sang, but I'm singing it to the T, to the letter. I might, I might miss a couple of words here and there, but, you know, it was fun. So... When I turned 14, 15, uh, I just started rapping. It was me and three of my friends. Uh, we, were, we went in West Africa. And this was back in, what, 97, 98. Because mm -hmm. I'm 43 years old. You know, and I might look You're like, 43? Yeah, 43. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, no deal, so music 43. saved my life, and it's what's keeping me young. But uh, at 14, 15, we decided to rap. And, you know, because it's like we've been, we've been just rapping along everyone mm -hmm. else's song. So now it, it was time for us to write some. And we didn't have no structure as far as 16 bars, bars, or or hook. We didn't know none of that. We were just writing. I'll write a whole page. And like, yep, I wrote this. <laughs> yeah. And you write a page, and you write a page, and we rap. And uh, and then I st we started writing about conscious things. We started rapping about don't do negative things, don't steal, don't die, don't do things like that. So that kind of molded us because mm. we didn't want to be hypocrites. So right. we kind of like, all right, this is the message we're pushing, and that molded us to just be like that so you getting away from like yeah the, the bitches the money yeah so you know it's like it was a focus <laughs> like because it. before the rap i was kind of like a bad teenager as i was getting i was getting in trouble you know going to the marketplace stealing doing doing things that teenagers do without without thinking so when music came along and i started writing and this thing was like i could just write like i have books like write right just write for days i could write three songs a day like right now i could write a song in 30 minutes if I want wow. to. Yeah, and I, I love writing. My writing process changed a little bit because it's I used dope. to write, just write, but now I write on beat and try to construct a song and, you know, just uh, try to deliver a message through through my music. So what's the labels? We have songwriter, <clears throat> we have artist, mm -hmm. we have engineer, mm -hmm. producer. Mm -hmm. Sheesh. Yes, that's I have a record long. label. Yes, um, in, I lived in New York City for seven years, so that's where I went to engineering school. So I became a sound engineer in uh, 2004. From 2004, I had my studio and I uh, started mixing my own songs and I got better and so I started taking customers. In 2015 in Ohio, that's when I started my first record label, Kingdom Inc. Records. Uh, and all my music is released under Kingdom Inc. Records. I have two albums. The uh, first one released in 2015 uh, and the second one was just released this year, January 1st. So, um, and then uh, I also have uh, signed some artists. Uh, I have a couple of artists that will come home soon. Free OG, Free Yay. KJ, you know, those are my Cincinnati brothers. Cincinnati artists. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So in See, I was like... Yeah, <laughs> Cincinnati artists. So you when, when, in, in a few months, they'll, they'll be here in Vegas. I don't want to sure. spoil. Right. I don't want to yeah. say yeah, too Cincinnati much. Cincinnati is popping. Hey. Yeah, Cincinnati, sure. talent-wise, Cincinnati is really talented. I lived there for eight years, and mm -hmm. honestly... I haven't seen a pool of talent like that anywhere. Facts. You know, I, I don't like Cincinnati like that. Me you know, either. Because, you know, nothing's <laughs> but happening. But they do have but a lot of talent. Talent-wise, yes. And, well, and I good got a people. friend who's from out there. He just dropped a song. Uh, mm -hmm. He's from out there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, the one yeah. that song that we and played that was last dope. week. Yeah. And a lot of our artists there, uh, they just don't have the team behind them just mm -hmm. yet. They're working on it, but just this like him. This is the place would, to do it, though. Yeah, Vegas shoot. is the spot. Mm -hmm. The first, when we first started working together, um, what, do you remember how we met? Yeah, uh, we met through Cam. Yeah, you know, which because, is one of his artists. Yeah, Cam, OG Cam. Uh, I met him in Ohio, in Cincinnati, through KJ. So uh, when we moved out here, we first moved to California. We first moved to Cincinnati. Mm. 
I mean, to uh, LA from Cincinnati, and Cam moved with me, and we were working on this project called United. It was mm -hmm. between Cam and Fatah El Presidente. Shout out to Fatah. Uh, Fatah is an international Senegalese rapper. He raps in Wolof mainly. So we we did a project to bridge the the gap, and it was him rapping in Wolof and Cam rapping in English. Yeah. And all the beats was a. Uh, was some beats that came from Africa where the African drums were incorporated. That project is available on iTunes. It's called United. You can go look it up. We have we only released the EP of five songs, mm -hmm. and then things happen, but we'll finish that. So uh, we were working on that project, and we came, we came to Las Vegas to shoot a video. The music video is on YouTube, and it's called The Rhythm, Hey Rhythm, uh, Fatal President and uh, OG Cam or Big Cam, I think, at that time. So basically, we came here just to shoot the video, and I just fell in love with the city. Like, I grew up in Mauritania, which is a desert. So when I came here, it was very similar. It was like home. It, yeah, it, it was like home. But home is like we have dunes. We have a sand dune. So we mm. deal with, you know, like sand a lot. I liked it here because there was no sand. It's just like no rocks. No sandstorms. I was like, hold on. This is like home, but no sandstorms. And I like that it's flat, that you can really see far, you yeah. know, because it's flat. And, uh, you know, and I like that. It turns. It's a small city, but would, I lived in New York, so I feel like New York vibes, but Cincinnati size, mm. you know, yeah. because every like I, I a, big artists will come here every year. Things happen. People come to Vegas every weekend to celebrate yep. birthdays, anniversaries. People come here mm. to get married. You know, it's like people come here to celebrate good things. So a good energy comes with that. We have fights. We have, you know, just a lot of positive things. We have the Raiders now. We mm -hmm. have the the uh, what is it the NHL the hockey mm -hmm. so it's like Vegas is we booming we get and we get a baseball team mm -hmm. too yeah and now yep. the, uh, hopefully an NBA team too because that's the only two teams that is we keep missing. taking everything from California well that's California fine. because <laughs> they have three four teams of everything like almost like you have it's, how many NBA teams is in California <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> like, like, like three, four. we can have one like stop being so stingy yeah, let, let us get let, let us get let us get Golden State. We'll just take we'll That's just take fine. Steph Curry off your hands and you absolutely know. <laughs> like bring them all here. That way yeah. they load up the housing income right. there, <laughs> and I can move there. Yeah, everybody be happy. Yeah. So that's how I moved here, shooting the video, and I liked it. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. let's move here, and then we moved here, and then uh, you are already here. Cam mm -hmm. introduced me to you, and I was like, look, we're doing this record label thing, and you helped me a lot because. You know, it was like it was the beginning, and we we, we did a lot of open mics for Cam. Yeah, uh, what that was so play? fun. I was outside too, cause they like you know artists they out late. I'm outside till three in the morning. I'm like, what? Oh, but yeah, we were working. Like it was so fun. It wasn't only fun. It was a lot of, you know, interviews and photo shoots and uh, yeah. studio time. And I, and then I fell right in. I was just there. Like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Only difference is they don't drink. Oh yeah, we just yeah, smoked. Yeah, oh, so you yeah. was really so I was big chiefy back then. But no, then. Yeah. Oh, no, and they they was give me some drinks. Shoot, y'all better give me a drink. I gotta be out here all day and go night. Y'all better stop playing with me. That's the same, already <laughs> so, out here, yeah, big chiefy. Um, that's kind of how it happened. And Cam, the artist that he, we've been knowing each other since we was like four or five years old, mm. legit. So we actually stayed on the same street when we were kids. So when I found, when I heard that he was doing music, I knew how talented he was just from being in the neighborhood. He was standing on the block and rap, like mm. do other bad shit as well, but he would be <laughs> out there rapping. So I just super knew how talented. talented. Yeah, super talented. I'm talking about to where you, 
I would definitely let you hear his music for sure. Mm. And it's like you bob to it and you just know, but he would say some off the wall shit. shit like, <laughs> and it's just like, what did he just say? Run it back. I want to hear it again. Yeah. Um, so when I found out that he was here and working on something like that, the United Project, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like you said, no, you stepping a game up. Like the world, mm-hmm. like the world need to hear stuff like this. So I tried yeah. my best to get out there and whatever we had to do to get him to perform. Mm-hmm. We was he was getting on those. Stages. Oh, we're not done. When he comes home, he's coming home in March. Oh yeah, you know we, I'm we had plans. Thing. You know we had plans on going to Africa and all yeah. that stuff. So hopefully he'll still be able to travel and we're gonna make that happen. You know, Corona is going to calm his ass down because we need yeah. to make them travel and we need to go. You, you know, have right? no choice. Man, right now he's messing up so many plans because I have friends in France, in, in Europe and in Africa. I have like family and, and people travel. This thing is really affecting international travel so much. Mm-hmm. Like we can't go home, you know, like and then people, I know people you normally go home every three, six months because they have their wives or their family home. Yeah. It's like, it messes up so much from a different perspective. Like, they, every, you know, every kind of, like, every every group of people have, you know, a way it affects you. And it's like, you know, I hope that the vaccines help. I hope it's these masks different when help. you don't want to visit them. But yeah. <laughs> when, when you can't, it's but like, when, oh, damn. I actually miss you. you. Yeah, you know. Like, oh, I, I'm, trying, miss you. I'm trying to take people to Africa. Like, I have this oh, project. Oh, we're definitely going yeah. for sure. I, yes. Okay, I have this project called the Exodus Project, right? And this is a five to ten year project. I'm going to do the website. It's going to be a non-profit. And, uh, and the, the, the objective is to get as many of us together, you know, going back there temporary or permanently but the togetherness is what i wanted to emphasize because you might want to go you might want to go somebody else might want to go but it's going to be hard if you do it individually but mm-hmm. if we kind of can have a structure and do it organize it to where we can do it imagine like 100 people want to go back together that's a community yeah. you know you can yeah. you can get a compound and start your own community decide how you want to raise your kids decide what you want and go from there mm-hmm. and there's a few countries in africa that will allow that today see i trust so. you with my life so I would, like, Marty I know that ready. going with you is be safe. I'm not going without you. I'm <laughs> tell you that now. And I trust her. So, <laughs> like, she cool, we cool. So yeah, no, we, no, you speak all the language. No matter who walk up good. on us, they But I wanted to shout, I have a friend who actually t- take people every year mm. to Africa. He's actually about to take 20 to 30 people in, this, like, in a couple of weeks. Every December, they go for two weeks in Senegal. It's called the pilgrimage. His name is Mara Jakite. Shout out to Mara. And the name of his he has a store here in Las Vegas called the Africa Love Store. It's out in um it's out in Town Square. If you if you go to Town Square, just look mm-hmm. at if you see the Africa Love Store going there, it's not like a love store. It's where we share the culture. There's a lots of cultural things in there. He even wrote a book, a, a book in Wolof helping to help some, you mm-hmm. know, some people learn Wolof. And uh, he takes people to Senegal every year for a pilgrimage of two weeks. And this is not like a touristic travel. It's like a pilgrimage, and he's been doing it for a few years. Um, wow. I'll give you the links to the website. Okay. We have websites, and people can go, and he does drum circles. He does a lot of oh, cultural wow. things, you know. I look up to him a lot. We, we about yeah. to go, right? Yeah, so, we got to now. Yeah. You do have a passport? Yeah, I got a passport. Okay. Let's do it. Yes, that. absolutely. Like, since I'm here, I feel like there is nothing better that I can do but share my culture, you know. I've been here 20 years just soaking up the American culture, so now it's time for me to give back because there's a lot of giving back that can happen. It's a lot, you know, it's a lot that is not known, but now because of the internet and because of yeah, shows like for this, sure. we can, we, are, we can <laughs> share. But that's what my next question was going to be. Besides music, because we know how talented you are, and what else do you love? I know you love to cook. Oh, yes, me. absolutely. But what else do you love to do besides music? I need a plate. 
He made cultural food, like, yes. for real. We make, I, I love to Want to go kill goats and stuff. Yeah, kill goat. That's, you know, that's, I that's, that's, that's goat, yeah. The, 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 not good lamb. The lamb is like, the lamb is what we eat. The lamb meat is the best meat and I eat halal meat, you know, because of my religion. I'm Muslim yeah. and, you know, and uh, I love cooking. The cooking is from my family. My mother loved cooking. She was in the kitchen. She's still this day. She's always in the kitchen. Mm. I have two sisters that are chefs. Like my cooking is nothing compared to them. But I, I cook. Um, we have a food truck that we opened up in Houston, my party and I. It's called the DB Rapid. Uh, it's in Houston. It's a franchise, so hopefully I'll be able to bring it here by before the end of 2022. Yeah. And uh, we just started this in June, and it's been good. People love the food. It's a taste of Senegal, you know, brought to you. Uh, and um, the other thing I love doing is raising kids. Like, I love kids. Like, I'm trying to raise everybody's kids. I'm trying to steal my <laughs> sister's kids. Like, let me take, your, let like me take me. your kids. Like, I, I'm like, you see what I did yeah, with my man. kids? I'm good at this stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm good. Let me, let me, take, okay. <laughs> let me take your kids up. So, I, I do a play. Do I, if you have kids, you want to drop them off, you want to have a, you know, you want to have a day off. Don't, don't extend that to me. No, just go ahead. <laughs> seriously, you know, just bring them. There's a pool in there. They can jump in the pool. It's heated. You know, you know it don't even matter. House so so you know. nice. It's designed for kids. Kids, when, for kids. When they, when it. your kid come there one time, it's just, that's oh, it. They're going to tell you, yeah, that's I want right. to go back. I, I want to go back, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going back. Then, <laughs> how, old, how old is your daughter? My daughter's 15. Yeah, she's... And she cooks. She made, she made so chibujan yesterday. You know, she Everybody was, in the house, house she be like, yeah. forget them kids. Can I move? I'm can like, I, you know, can I come? I'm like, you see, it's a nice house. Hey, look at her wives. With an S. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> can have up to four, but we gotta start with one first. There you, know? you go. It's been hard to find the right one. Mm. Uh, once I find the right one, then I'll be like, baby, I found the right one. Oh my gosh. Let me see Here if we I can go. find the right other one, you know? There you go. Imagine, ima ima imagine, you know, if I found the one and then we're good, the <laughs> dynamic is good, right? Imagine what we can do if it was three of us. That's how he gonna oh, sell child. it too. That, and that's exactly Imagine how he's gonna sell it. And think about it. It's, it's gonna be less for you to do. Like now, if there's another wife in there, mm. you know, you, you don't have to and cook then for me every day. You sleep with me every day. You can Ooh. take a break if you want to. You don't have to worry about who else I'm sleeping with. You okay. know. Oh, yeah, it's that's a good true. deal. It's a good deal. It's a, he said it's a good deal. It's a good deal. <laughs> Trust me, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. You know, it has to be with the right people. Everybody gotta be on board yeah. on the exactly, same page exactly yeah. just know that um yeah. what else what what can we what can we know what's going on right now i know you have a lot of things going on you always have your hands in so many pots it's amazing that uh, is, i'm not saying it's ridiculous <laughs> it's amazing i can call you about dang near anything you can tell me yep Yep, this is yep. what you need to do. Um, yep, that's that's because you know like we have to learn we have to learn as much as we can it's like this is a book i just got right it says the world when the world was black it's a different perspective I don't. I, I take everything with a grain of salt because right. it's a book, right? Somebody else wrote it, but it's important that we get knowledge from different things. Even right now, if you can, if you can educate yourself about crypto, do it. You know, mm -hmm. if you can, you know, if you can educate yourself about anything and everything, something that's outside of your circle, outside of your culture, you know, do it. Learn uh, traveling languages. While we stuck and we can't travel, the other way you can expand your mind is like try to pick up another language. You know, mm -hmm. so. Uh, I like to share, I like to educate, I like to cook. And I cook, my favorite part is when I feed people, like when I cook and no one comes to eat. Even if the cook is, even if the food is bomb, I'm like, I'm not happy. 
you know, uh, and I love taking care of my kids. I've been taking care of them for the past 10, 11 years, and it's been like a pleasure and an honor. And, you know, music is something that I love doing. I wake up from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. I don't ever look at it as work. I'm a sound engineer. I'm an artist. Uh, I have my own record label. Um, and then I'm a chef, single parent, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, an amazing father, an Man, amazing, amazing father, for sure. Oh, that, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the top of your list that's for the sure. Top. That's the top. And um, that's definitely the top. When I look at those kids, I'm like, yeah, I'll be like, no, I didn't do that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Okay, right. And I just and like I said, I've been around for since he's been in Vegas. I've been around, and it's like amazing. It's like a, an extended family from a different different culture because like you can learn so much just from going to his house. It's like we we went to a place like he always has his his cultural hair wraps on, and mm-hmm. we was going out one night, and they was trying to get him to take it off, and it was like I was just like it was like the first time I ever seen him. <laughs> upset but he wasn't mad like it wasn't he didn't make a scene or anything he just he took it off but he had to explain to them why he didn't want to and he shouldn't have to and it was like more of a learning moment for every time he has a moment to teach he teaches so that's what i you know they stopped making me like next time i went they didn't make me take it off and i feel like that's why that was dress because dress is very you know so i came always just my crown you know, this is my crown, and it's, it's originated from Mauritania because we have the turban. Why? Because of the sandstorm. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a turban and you get caught in a sandstorm, yeah, like the sand's going to get in every hole possible. Mm. So it's just a nice thing, and then I just add it to my style. And I usually wear the soul box. I don't have one today, but I usually I wear the one. soul box. I have one. He gave me one. <laughs> yeah, which is from Senegal. Uh, then I like to just like, when you see me, I want you to know that I'm lots of different things you might not know what until you talk to me but just by looking at me i want you to know that i'm different just by looking at me mm-hmm. and that's why i, I do this so that day at dreas they, they was like well take it off and i was trying to have them make it make sense for me like, <laughs> what's wrong with it like what like you don't like my style like why, why do you feel trained by this you know like and he couldn't tell because he can't tell me this is gang related because it's right, not because you know back yeah. when they try to take you make you take off your hat or certain colors mm-hmm. they always bring that up so he couldn't tell me i said you know i could tell you this is this is religious for me and use my second right amendment and you know like you can tell me it's a private establishment and i can go and make a scene but you know so i, I took it off and then we came there the next week me and other friends and mm-hmm. you know they just kind of was like okay they let me slide because when i went in there he was like okay when you go in there just put it back up <laughs> just back yeah. i'm like you know what's the that's point exactly, you're making me take I'm... it off just right. to get in and then when right. i'm in and put, put it, it right back on that'll make it that, <laughs> but, that's like when i had the uh nipple coverings on is this this not <laughs> what <laughs> i went to Drake. no i'm gonna tell y'all so i had a, i had a see through <laughs> shirt i need the whole story now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the whole, like this is not about me <laughs> anymore you know, nipple coverings what? really listen i had a see through shirt on y'all okay and they wouldn't let me in but if I put on, I put on my, uh, I put on Sean vest. They let me in. They knew I was gonna take it off once I got an inside, but they right. still let me in. It was like he knew he was gonna put it back on his head, but he told him like, take it off while you walk through the door. Yeah, that's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Cause if somebody else come inside the club and be like, hey, right. take it off again, I'd be like, no. 
Yeah, and the thing is, they're not even going to do that. It's just not consistent. It's like, why would you have a policy that you're not going to reinforce all the way? If I tell you, take your shoes off before you come into my house, it's not like take them off, but when you come in, you can throw them off. You, see that. you know, like, like why would I have the rule for you to take your shoes off? And then, but when you come in, you can put you them on at least in the back. I'm from a different culture, so I'm like, it don't make no sense, but make it okay. make sense. But yeah. make it make sense yeah. to me. And that's kind of the conversation. I was just like, because hmm. I normally see people act like Cam. And oh, yeah. Cam would have been like, man, I ain't taking shit off. I'm <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I like to make them think, like, just think about it. Because sometimes people just tell me it's just company policy. I'm like, yes, I understand. You work for the company, you represent the company, but don't reinforce stupid policies. If you have <laughs> access to your manager or to somebody, mm -hmm. like, don't just do it because they say this is how we do it. If something don't make sense, put your input, like, write a letter that you're an employee. Like, I shouldn't have to write to your HR, try to complain for them to do something about it. You should you, you shouldn't want yeah, You shouldn't want to have to deal with this in the first place. Right. But people yeah. are not proactive with their jobs. People are just mm -hmm. like, just do it and are automatic, you know? Right. And mm. hey, so, but That's yeah, that was, those but are some experiences. You anyways, get let's go ahead. Because <laughs> we, 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 we like to talk all day, okay? Uh, where can they find you at? Where can we find your music? Where can we find your um, handles at? Where can we locate Mula? Everywhere. Like, you know, even if you look, you know, like you take your phone and you point it up to the sky and you look at the stars at night, you'll find me there. <laughs> sure. But for now, you can I find like me that. on Facebook. You can find me on IG. Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube. King underscore Mula, King Mula. Mula is spelled M-O-U-L-A-H. Now, for those who don't know, that's from my real name. My real name is spelled M-O-U-L-A-Y-E. Mm. So I was Mula before Mula was money, if you know what I mean. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> and also I have a website, kingmula.com mm -hmm. or kingdominkrecords.com. And uh, I'm everywhere. You can really just, even if you Google Kingdom Inc. Record, you'll find me on the listings and everything. And... Uh, Stay tuned for this new podcast, Kings and Queens Talk. And go subscribe yeah. to my YouTube channel because that's where I'm going to release him in the next week or two. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can find me. Or come to Las Vegas. Uh, my address is... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody got his For that good food. <laughs> right, okay. All right, so we're going to close it out here with a gag breaker. <laughs> the gag of the week. Okay. Okay. What's the gag? What's the tea? Um... Um, it's the most premature baby to survive. Say what? The most premature baby to survive? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so how many... What is the most? He was only like a half a pound. So how, like, how far well, how many? Yeah, how many weeks? He's, he's, he's alive now. It was a twin. It was two babies, and he was only a half a pound, and he's still alive. He was the smallest baby. No, I mean, baby. but how, yeah. like, when was he born? Like, what's the, the weeks? The qu the question is, how long was the pregnancy? What yeah. way? How, how, oh, how... He, yeah. <laughs> That he was, was like four, four, he was like four, four months. five, seven oh, he months. Was four he was like, months? oh, I didn't know what she was. Yeah, we asking you how long <laughs> like was. how long he was, was four baby months existing? And he was like, a, he was four months and a half pound. Oh, Lord. So he was really, really tiny. And he had a twin, actually, but the twin did not survive. So oh. he survived, and he's the most premature baby to survive. And his mom was like crazy because it was a miracle baby because they told her she should, couldn't even have kids. And when mm. he survived, it was like not only a miracle baby, he's like, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, four mm. months is crazy. Yeah, he has a he has the Ripley's Believe It or Not thing in the book too. Yeah, so he, that's, he, that's yeah. a record. That's like, yeah, he held the record book. for the, the Hopefully smallest. Hopefully, that kid banks off of that. The smallest, <laughs> youngest baby. That's how it should have heard. I'm sorry, the smallest, youngest baby to be born and still alive and survive. Four months. And survive. So it was a boy and girl twin. 
So it was actually pretty cool. And his uh, mom I, I mean, sad, but cool all at the same time. Well, yeah, I mean, he survived, like, you know. Right, what, he survived. The sibling, we take the greatness out of it. Yeah, but, you know. Wait, but they, neither that's, one that's, of them was supposed that's, to survive. You know what, you know what that was? I you know what that was? We, life, okay. life teaching him that, you know, in life only you get half of what you want. Mm. From the get-go, he knows it from the jump. Man. We had to learn that. He said it, not me. <laughs> we had to learn it. So he just he just learned it from the jump, yes. You know, it was... Be prepared. Be prepared. Life is hard. Life is hard. You're only going to get half of what you want, if that. Yes. I'm here to tell you yes. the truth. I'm the That's sugar the truth. That's okay. the whole truth. Anyways, we want to thank you again, King Moolah, for coming to, to see us today. And we want to thank everybody else for tuning in today. Make sure you all are liking the Vegas Hype Media Vegas Network. Vegas Hype? It's on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> YouTube, all that. Make sure y'all like it. And make sure y'all go follow our page as well. Yes, at Two Women, Two Opinions, mm-hmm. at Taj Wild, mm-hmm. Marty Margello, <laughs> Famous Jim. The producer helping me to point the right point way. Down. I'm like, Again, 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 we love you guys so, so much. And we do, we will have next week, which will be Taj. Yes, I got some special guests for y'all. Hopefully, I got to make sure that they they with it. But if I do it right, yeah, it's going to be some special guests because it's my birthday episode. And if y'all want to send me cash outs for her birthday, just uh, Marty March. Don't cash at her. Cash at me. It's my birthday. <laughs> hey, look, I'm I'm the neutral guy here. Just cash at it to me. I, I make sure they, uh, they get evenly distributed. You know, I, have a, I have an honest face. Yeah. <laughs> You have an honest face? Yeah, right. Next week. Next week. Uh, I thought you wanted me to sing. No. Oh, you know what's crazy? You didn't go out with us last week. This was crazy.